0: Welcome to the Take Care Sis Podcast with me, Ki,
1: and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths, to setting boundaries, to managing friendships, and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking
0: little sis, sis, you good? So come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. Hey, Kiki. Hey, Kiki. How are you, sicky? <laughs> did you say sicky? I did say Siki. Y'all, my I little sis is sick.
1: Don't make me laugh. <laughs>
0: she got some type of cootie y'all I don't know what it is she over there coughing we don't get through and you know got this is one of those huh
1: I got Kovisha over here with me see I would not even gonna put your business out there friend but you did so I, don't care. I mean <laughs> most people whatever I got Kovisha over here with me yeah
0: she got Kovisha and it's funny, because she's been talking-ish about Kobisha this entire time. Every time she oh, talked about it, she'd be like, panoramic, remember?
1: And so, mm-hmm, we still out. We still in a panoramic. This is still a panoramic. And we all <laughs> out here, people out here acting like we ain't in one. We still in it. Amen. This is the what Panama I do. The Canal is still going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Pandora's box is still open. Y'all, we out here acting like it ain't nothing. It's still here.
0: Um, that is not what we're here to talk about though today y'all. so um, there's that. but I will let y'all know that Kiki got a cough. I got a cough for two different reasons. She got Kofishha, I got allergies. Um, we gonna get through it. but if you hear us coughing just you know it's not contagious through the through the, <laughs> the airways, it's not contagious. <laughs> anyway. Kiki, last week your self care goal was to be more
1: introspective. I'm pretty sure you were introspective as hell since so she was on that couch. Uh huh. I've been on the couch. <laughs> I've been, I've been getting to know my couch and my bed so much over the last week, and yeah, it wasn't that I was trying to be introspective in that way. I just got thrown into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week?
0: (laughs) My week was tough because last weekend, um, y'all, I went to Austin, Texas to celebrate me and I had a blast. However, Uh however, mm -hmm, Uh I got stuck in Austin for an extra day. Um, So my travel day was supposed to be Monday. There were... Um, crazy storms and whatnot so we got stuck in Austin I had to stay in Austin an extra day and I promise you just missing one day at work feels like you've missed 20 so like Mm -hmm. I'm still playing catch-up still playing catch-up so um this week was um you know it was it was what it was um but I will say that I did celebrate me. So that was very exciting. And then, like, I had to work this weekend. I worked my first community event. And today, however, I just literally took a moment to be alone. Um, but I was alone in public. So it was cool. It was, it was a little different. Had me a little glass of wine by myself. Didn't feel like being bothered. But, you know, it is what it is.
1: I mean there's nothing wrong with that.
0: No. <clears throat> so I'm I'm excited about what I did. Um so recap of last week's. Um I wrote that letter to myself and that's a beautiful all Everett said. letter. <laughs>
1: uh, that's all I have to say good. about it. It was a beautiful letter. I know you're not gonna say it and I'm not gonna let you have I'm not gonna make you have to go and relive it like you say. But thank it was you. A
0: thank you. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so we had um, we actually had responses or a response to one of our questions that we left on Spotify that we tell y'all every week to go and um, go and participate in.
0: Answer so, the questions.
1: <laughs> This was from episode seven, which was called F That Job. If you have not listened to it, go listen.
0: <laughs> oh, <sorry>. Go
1: listen. <laughs> You're good. Um, the question for that week was, have you left a job because of any reasons related to the great resignation? If not, what boundaries did you create in the workplace? And you know, that episode was all about the great resignation and like weighing your options, knowing when to leave. So we got a response from Maria, and she said, I quit a job when I was still in my 90 day period because the boss was awful. And I absolutely told her,
0: capital
1: (laughs) capital letters. And I absolutely told her why I was quitting when asked. None of this better opportunity BS. Nah, you're awful. Full stop. That had let me, me tell you how
0: Funny that is. Let, let me let me tell you how funny that is. Basically, what <laughs> sis said was, you know how like you get ready to leave a job, yes, and I was low key sort of guilty of the same thing, right? You know, you leave and you be like, you're appreciative of where you've gotten. Like I try to appreciate and look at every job that I've had or whatnot, you know, as an opportunity, as a, as a level up, but anyway, what sis is saying that when she quit, instead of saying, Oh, I got a new opportunity. Sis was like, no, fuck that. You are <laughs> awful. I'm out. And that right there, I don't know you friend, but I love you for that. Like I want to be your friend in real life because that is some <laughs> boss ish. That is like, that is so amazing. I I love her for this. I hope she's listening and like that thing right there. Like gave me l- new level
1: of like mm. just mm. okay. That like last that last line <laughs> had me dying. I was like, oh, she was serious. She was no, so full stop. Like what? Full stop.
0: Listen, that's some boss level. Sh- okay, like she that's, she's what, not and, she.
1: that's exactly what we meant, though that whole statement just embodied everything that we talked about in the episode like F it did. that job. Well, she said it and so like
0: <laughs> she said it and that right F there she just claps that that finger snaps and claps all of them
1: that's right so <laughs> thank you maria for answering our question we really enjoyed this answer as you thank can you see <laughs> and thank also you. We have seven whole reviews on Apple. Seven whole reviews. We got seven whole reviews y'all. Thank y'all for going and giving us five stars. Like we be asking. Um, and we just gonna push y'all a little more. Can we get to 10? That means three more y'all. Three more y'all we listening. More. We just need three more. Three more y'all listening. And if you on Spotify, all you got to do is do the five stars. They don't even ask for the review. Five stars, that's all we need. That's all we need. That's Please. all we need y'all. But we Please. did have <laughs> we did have a review from Robinia and she says I forget Robinia. Robbianna
0: That's what I was going for.
1: I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So she says, the check-in with your bestie or your sister is always needed. So thankful to these ladies talking through all levels of self-care. So thank you for your five-star review and the kind words. We really do appreciate it. And not only that, we all get, both of us get individual messages from y'all telling us how you love the podcast as well. But we appreciate all y'all for listening. You just want y'all to know that.
0: Yes, because I would hate to just be up here talking in Kiki's face and y'all not listening. Because I can talk to her, and I don't even like talking to her sometimes. So, you know, it's just, you know, let me... Hold up.
1: Wait. Did you say you don't like talking to me sometimes?
0: Listen, sometimes sometimes you get in a weird place, and you know, there's other stuff I would just rather do um, than sit here and talk about you know, like my, my letter to my 20 year old self. So that's all I'm saying is thank y'all for giving us purpose and thank you for your five stars and thank you for all the reviews and thank you, you for all fired. the constructive criticism and thank you, you for the criticism and thank you for the love. And, um, yeah, all of that. You
1: thank be you. Huh? You about to be fired.
0: Whatever. Um, and I'm doing hearts with my fingers, y'all. That's how much, that's that's where that's my feels, hearts with my fingers. Mm. <laughs> listen, listen, let's go back to our sis Maria, right? Maria <laughs> said, Maria said, nah, this job is awful, full stop, right? That right there is not only setting a boundary but that is maintaining your boundaries and that's exactly what we're talking about today some of the topics you all wanted us to talk about was boundaries like it's been mentioned a couple times and we try to weave boundaries in to pretty much all of our episodes because maintaining boundaries is probably the first step to self-care but boundaries encompass a variety of things we do or a variety of things today so today we are focusing on one and in terms of self-care for us it can be hard but once you embrace the concept of boundaries you will love to set them. It will be freeing. You will feel like you have control over your life. That is important to people like me. I'm not saying I'm a control freak, but I don't like to feel like I'm out of control. If that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <clears throat> that makes sense. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, you're lying. Um, and this is <laughs> why. This is this is why i went like talking to her because she, you know, she ain't right. She ain't right.
1: Anyway, you don't like talking to me because I call you out on your stuff just like you called me out on mine. But that's, all, that's what we're here for. It's okay.
0: Today, we're talking about saying no, Coffeesha, because I want all of us to know, because <laughs> I want all of us to know, K N O W, that no, N O, is a full. Stop, like it's a full sentence. Full stop, it's a sentence. And saying no is a form of self care. So, like when Maria said, No, you're awful, I'm out. That was her no. That was her full sentence. She was that, that was her maintaining a boundary.
1: That was her no to several things. She said no to this job. She said no to trying to sugarcoat anything. And that's it. Full stop, you're awful. I'm letting you know that you're awful. That was her no.
0: That was her no. (laughs) Kiki, why is it so hard to say no?
1: So it is hard for us to say no because a couple different things. Sometimes we get into a space where we are trying to people please. That means that we want everybody to be happy all the time. We don't want to really disappoint others. So that's fear of disappointing people. And then we have the need to be there for others. I know I fall into that category a lot. Like, I feel like I have to be there for everyone. And also going back to the people pleasing, you're trying to avoid conflict or keep peace. These are all the so, things that keep you from saying no.
0: <clears throat> so, you know, when we were talking about this, or I was going over the notes for this, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about people pleasing, fear disappointing others. Uh, the need to be there for everyone and trying to avoid conflict so I keep the peace. And I realized that that is so me. Now, here we go. So I am one big walking contradiction and I'm okay with it. So as much as I'd be like, I don't really care. Um, I do care, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like disappointing certain people in my life. Namely, right. that woman and that man that created <laughs> me. By the way, <laughs> I sent my mama. <laughs> I sent my mama this last podcast. Hey, I sent it to a friend. I did. I did. She needed to know. I still ain't got no Easter basket though. But um <laughs> I <laughs> um I don't like disappointing my parents and I've lived with that for a long time. Like it has fear of disappointing my parents made a lot of decisions for me namely the four years of college Um, and you know trying to pursue a higher education since then like all of that was for my parents i got to a point where i was just like "Mm, am i living my life or theirs Mm -hmm. um but i really think and i'm a challenge anyone on this this is a daughter's plight the black daughter or not only the daughter I am kind of like a middle first child. Um, so I think it's a first child thing. And I definitely think it's a daughter thing. Um, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But definitely as the first daughter, um, that's a weird place to be. And you become all of those things by like age six. <laughs> so right. you, you're into people pleasing because um, you help them take care of the younger siblings. Um, you're making sure they're okay. And then... When your older sibling is a boy, no one wants to give boys responsibility. So i would be like, Ooh. Yo, you gotta watch your brothers. Wait, but he's older than me. You gotta watch your brothers anyway.
1: Boy yeah, that's that seems to be a problem. Um, I don't I don't I can't relate to that because I'm an only child. I grew up an only child. Oh. <laughs> but um Definitely, I do the same thing. I care a lot about people that mean something to me, like you said. <laughs> um, I don't want to disappoint other people. I don't want to let people down. And if I know that they've been there for me, I feel bad if I say no to something. And that kind of makes it a conflict for me in my mind, like do I say no? Do I say yes? Do I do it because I know that they'll they'll do the same thing for me or do I not do it because I just ain't got the energy. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's a constant conflict sometimes. Yeah. And then
0: I'm always trying, not necessarily here to be a peacekeeper, but I will avoid conflict. And so you're going to get a, "Mm mm-hmm out of me when I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily me saying no. No, I'm sorry. That's not the same as saying no. It's just, I'm going to avoid the conflict. So I'm going to just be like,
1: "Mm mm-hmm. Right. I want it to be over now. Especially if it's something that's kind of, re- re- excuse me, recurring. Okay, <laughs> like, you know, it keeps coming up and there's no solution and you just get to a point where you're like, whatever, I'm just going to do this and get it over with. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with it no more. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> so... The importance of saying no. So we know that if we are thinking of things that we do on a daily basis and things that we choose to do, we're thinking of it in terms of energy. So you are continuing to expend your energy, which fills up your schedule and also adds to your mental clutter. So if you're saying yes to a bunch of events, you're filling up your schedule, whether that's for an important reason or most likely an unimportant reason that's not going to add add value to your life. And you're also adding mental clutter. So I think of mental clutter in terms of, um, if you're choosing to take on other people's problems, even hearing them sometimes can add to your mental clutter. This is not your problem. You don't need to worry about it. Why are you allowing yourself to sit through something like that?
0: Right when i think of mental mental clutter i I literally think of like the fact that some people just have a hard problem turning their minds off Mm -hmm. um or who child mental clutter right when i went to austin bless it um (laughs) my the person with whom i went to austin with she likes to listen to tv to go to sleep like my white noise so I felt um one night I couldn't sleep well and that particular night it just felt like mental clutter because it was just the tv and so Mm -hmm. there was something there was there was always like something going on I couldn't get my mind to stop wondering and to stop thinking because Mm -hmm. there was no quiet time Right. And especially as an introvert, I need that quiet time. I need to shut off, to shut right. down, um, or else I'm just a grumpy bear. But right. eventually I got to sleep. So uh, that's the interesting thing about roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't like to have roommates. <laughs> I
0: mean, it was a couple of days.
1: It's all good. We had yeah. a blast. A couple of days is, yeah, you can deal with it for that. But long term, no, thank you. <laughs> Um, no, I get it. I didn't even think about that because like you said, I literally have to turn off at night mm-hmm. and I'm not one that likes to have the TV on because the light from the TV is going to keep me up and I'm going to always be kind of mm-hmm. looking over my shoulder like, what's on TV? What's this? But, what? And if, if I do have the TV on, you have to be mindful of what you're doing. So sometimes I'll choose to do like the YouTube videos where it's like a fireplace or something. Something mm-hmm. that's not, like, a bunch of things going on. It's just one static thing, and you're just basically doing it for the noise. Right. Um, and I also choose to do, like, sleep stories. Something that's kind of boring, and it's just going to put me to sleep anyway. I can't do sleep stories. I can. It depends on who it, I had I had to go through a few different podcasts to find some that actually would be soothing for me to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, um... I like sleep stories as long as they're not like it depends on the person's voice, too, because some people's voice is like it makes me want to stay up. And then it gets irritating after a while. I'm like, girl, this is not putting me to sleep.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's one person. So I had the Calm app for a little while. Um, I might still have it. Who knows? Um, I had the Calm app and it was one person that my friend Yolanda, she was like, yeah, you should listen to her. And didn't exactly work for me. It was better than most of them, but it didn't exactly work. It was one man that I found. He was just, I don't know, was it the story or anyway? I don't like sleep stories. I like the white noise. Um, it's very much in the background. And then my white noise, don't even get it twisted. It's not like white noise, white noise. It's water sounds. Yeah. I, the fire sign to me, but the water immediately puts me out. So, yeah. I, I like know.
1: water sounds and I like, um, I can do like lo fi beats. I can do those.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love lo fi beats to go to sleep too.
0: Yeah. And of course, I am always and forever going to go to sleep on a sound ball. So this is why I'm going to go ahead and shout out my girl Kiki. She puts me to sleep every time. <laughs> I don't know if you put sleep with a sound ball,
1: um, but I do. I mean, I think that's what is is one of the purposes. You're resting. Every that's time. what it's for. <laughs> Every time.
0: So I even made, like on Spotify, you can, um, I made this playlist where it's my sound bowl. So like there mm-hmm. was an, there's a, there's a sound for Aries. I thought it was interesting, but it works. Um, so that, and then I figured out what megahertz um
1: Mm-hmm. brainwave
0: that i like um yeah so that gets real sciency but those yeah. work for me too um the megahertz um sound the, the sound waves um and whatever this aries thing is it works for me in water other than that
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so basically like we were saying you're still expending your energy to different things um, when I was looking up different articles, I found a quote inside of an article. And it said, When you say yes to others, make sure you are not saying no to yourself. And that quote is by Paulo Coelho. I'm guessing that's how you say his name. He's also the, the author of The Alchemist. This goes back but to, to something brought up a couple. <clears throat>
0: couple of, um, episodes ago when mm-hmm. we were talking about work boundaries yeah. and I said, you know, one thing you can approach with your manager or your boss and you let them know, like if you are feeling overwhelmed or you go, your, your place is already full, you go to your manager and you'd be like, you know, when they're coming to you, it's like, Hey, I need you to add this to your schedule. And you'd be like, okay. So if I say yes to this, what can I say no to? Or if you right. give me this project, what can I now get rid of or pass on to the next person? So right. this reminds me of that. I love it. Love it,
1: love it, love it. Because it, it it encompasses everything that we're trying to say about the importance of saying no, right? Because yeah. if you're saying yes to everybody, you're saying no to yourself, it defeats the purpose of you doing self-care. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Self-care is making room in your schedule for something that's going to help you um, in the future or help you to recharge, help you to regroup. Um, and if you're not making any time for that, you're not doing self care you're just continuing to give your energy to every everyone else and you're not leaving any for yourself
0: right right <clears throat> yeah uh, it, it, interesting you say that so yeah. In terms of self-care, when you're saying no, it helps you to say yes to yourself, right? So you say yes to more time for you. You say yes to setting boundaries. You say yes to keeping your mind clear of thoughts you don't need to think about. So listen, I see this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I go get my nails done, it never fails. You have women in there and you know they'll say, oh, I go get my nails done for self-care. But when you're in there and you're on the phone mm-hmm. with your boss, your job, your whomever, that's not exactly making time for yourself. Now, unless right. you're in there, sometimes some people be doing the best of the gossiping. You know, I'll be listening. ear hustling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like it, yeah. you, you got to stop dubbing. You got to stop. I am the queen of multitasking. Shut up!
1: Mm-hmm. Just, just don't even look. I, mean, at I was gonna. I was gonna go there, but even, you already went. Go ahead.
0: I'm gonna go off camera. Um, so <laughs> hush. So anyway, y'all, when it comes to self care, I encourage you. I invite you. I challenge you to stop multitasking with your self care. When you go get your nails done, if that's gonna be your self care, get your nails done. Have a conversation with the, the person that's doing your nails or not. Right. Um just sit and relax. Because listen, when I be in that chair, I don't want to talk. Let me get the lumba bot of the massage chair, please and thank you. Um right. but yeah, like like I I challenge you the next time you do something small for self-care, like getting your nails done, getting your hair done, um, getting your waxings, your facials, don't go in there and be trying to multitask. Um, And just see if
1: you have a better experience. Girl, when I go get my facials, my esthetician, that girl sets the mood like she has lights low. She got music, like lo-fi beats, like spa music and stuff. And I'm just, I literally sleep through it. I'm sleeping through facials, I'm sleeping through exfoliations. Like, I'm pretty sure I've I've awakened myself with my own snoring because it's so relaxing. Like, I sleep through every session.
0: <laughs> That's how I am if I do like any type of like massage. Uh so y'all know the place I like to go has a um a salt room. So when I'm mm-hmm. in the salt room, I don't want to be Don't text me. Not if mm-hmm. I just put my d and um because i'm finna to enjoy this right here um the one thing that i will though like my wax lady i actually get sugared but my sugar lady sh- it's okay if she talks to me because i need something to keep my mind off the fact that you're yanking hair out of my body right that <laughs> one's okay yeah
1: so from that same article there was another saying that I thought was um, a pretty good summary as well. It says saying no allows us to choose where we put our time and energy. It allows us to focus on giving it to the people and parts of our life that really deserve it. Just as we've been saying this whole time, like, yes, we want to be people pleaser sometime, but you also have to be able to please yourself. Um, figure out where you want to give your time and energy. Everybody doesn't deserve your time and energy all the time. You don't have to have, you don't have to let everyone have complete access to you all times of the day, every day. Right. Set your boundaries.
0: Set your boundaries.
1: Yeah. And back to the parentals, the
0: people who birthed me, um, it was maybe a couple years ago. I had just this real honest conversation with my mom and you know, there were emotions and feels and tears and whatnot, but you know, she just kind of said, <clears throat> cause moms um, have a way of putting their, um, the dreams that they didn't get to fulfill and stuff like that. They have a way of trying to put that on you as the daughter or as the first daughter. I'm going to go ahead and say that again um, as the first daughter. So, you know, when my mom, the wedding that she didn't have, I was supposed to have. The jobs, the careers and stuff like that that she didn't have, I was supposed to have. And we just had an honest conversation one, t- one day. And, you know, <laughs> I had to tell her. I was honest. I was like, Mom, all of that sounds like hell to me. I don't want none of that. And, you know. Again, the emotions and she she just let me know that she was proud of me and she was proud of um you know me and the trajectory that I had going for my life. And I'll be honest, is since having that conversation with my mom, since being able to relate to her and let her know what I really wanted out of life and how I didn't want to live her life, since having that conversation, a lot less stress. She'll never be worrying me about some grandkids no more, stuff like that. Um and honestly, like the people pleasing because the people who I didn't want to disappoint have always been her and my dad, um, my brothers sometimes, but they definitely get on my nerves, but definitely mom and dad, mom and dad are the people that I didn't want to disappoint the most. So, you know, when that was off the table, I've literally had a new sense of freedom in my life. And I'm grateful, even though she didn't get me an Easter basket. (laughs)
1: You need to set that boundary. Like, look, the least you can do is get me an Easter basket on (laughs) Easter.
0: I didn't ask to be here. The least you could do is get me an Easter (laughs) basket. How can we say no? See, Mm -hmm. we got to talk about this. In order (laughs) to be able to say no without guilt or hesitation, we have to know our own boundaries. Say, for example, professionally. We've talked about this previously. Um, you know me. I will not hesitate to talk about work boundaries. But anyway, professional boundaries, um, work schedule boundaries. That is something that you, you, you got to start maintaining those day one. Um, work relationship boundaries, too. Um, funny, so I'm in the nonprofit world. And um, I've been in those nonprofits that are just like, oh we're a family and that works and sometimes it doesn't and Mm -hmm. you know i found that some people just really don't appreciate that family stuff and (laughs) the unfortunate part about the family stuff is when it no longer feels like a family it definitely doesn't feel like a family um but i've also been in the corporate sector and being in the corporate world i wish that we had more the family so you know but you need to figure out what works for you, right? And so even right. if your company is like, we're a family, you can let them know, hey, you guys are like my distance cousins. You don't have to say that, but you you, you definitely have to set those boundaries to let them know we are not brother and sister. We are third and fourth cousins. You, you got to set those boundaries. Um, but I firmly believe your work schedule boundaries, you set those on day one. Day one, you'd be like, All right, like if you get to set your schedule, that helps. Um, a lot of times schedules are given, but especially this work from home environment, you set that day one and put it on your calendar, friend. Be like, 8 a.m. start, 5 p.m. done, okay? You, and you can block off the rest of your calendar after five, but they can't even put nothing on it,
1: right? And take your lunch breaks, exactly. So Another way to set your boundaries, we're talking about mental and emotional boundaries. And um, kind of what I said before, and I, I know that we said that, you know, it's good to have a support system, people that you can kind of vent to, kind of bounce ideas off of and kind of like let your feelings out with. But also knowing that sometimes you are the person that people like to dump things on because you're so welcoming and so understanding. I know I'm that person. So um, you have to know at what time you can actually take hearing about other people's problems or when you are actually ready to hear and respond to their problems at that time. Cause if they're just dumping stuff on you, you're still filling up your mind with this. I'm the person that I'll be thinking about somebody else's shit all night (laughs) because I'm like, they need to do this. They need to do that. They need to do that. And it depends on when they tell me, but, um, definitely not late at night. Don't be calling me with your shit. I don't need it. Um, I gotta go to sleep. (laughs) I'm going to sleep, friend. Um, (laughs) I'm going to sleep, but, um, it just, It just depends. You have to know what what your boundaries are and what you're willing to take and when. Sometimes you have to have that cutoff period of like, look, I can't talk right now. And people that care about you and know you will understand. They'll be like, okay, well, you just let me know and we can talk about it later. Fine with me. If that makes sense.
0: One thing I'm really good slash bad at it's social boundaries. <clears throat> <clears throat> Do you want to attend social gatherings? Like um, setting social boundaries, <laughs> especially as an introvert? Listen, I have legit walked out of parties, walked out of functions, walked out of dinners because my battery just dies and I have to go. So I usually give folks a warning and be like, mm-hmm, I'm tired. But if y'all still want to talk, Y'all might look up and I have left. Um, I don't play about my social meter. Um, and so that goes back to mental and emotional boundaries. Um, I know when I've had enough. And mm-hmm. I will let you know that I've had enough. This is why, like, text me. Mm-hmm. Now, there yeah. are some people that I legit enjoy talking on the phone with. Um, and there are, re- there are opportunities when you should talk on the phone. Like, if I have to ask you something quick or if i have to say something that might not come off across well in text um i'll pick up the phone but for the most part i like for i like to text folks because that also gives me a minute um for, as far as receiving text right if i'm in a place where mentally i can't handle whatever it is that you got going on um yeah. through text message like i can kind of gauge oh this person needs to talk and I don't have that energy right now mm-hmm. um, but just call me out the blue <laughs> um, just all I'm saying is if you see me on the social medias but I'm not answering your phone still don't call
1: yeah I. luckily I don't have that problem where people will be like oh you on social media why you ain't answering my text most of the time the people that I deal with, like we usually text each other first, like, hey, are you busy? And if mm-hmm. I say yes, okay, let me know whenever you can talk. And that's the end of it. Um or I need to talk, let me know when you're free and available. And yeah. that's the end of it. So luckily I have that and I don't have to worry about people just like picking up the phone and just calling me out the blue. It's usually people that don't know me. Yeah. Which yeah,
0: definitely not answering.
1: <laughs> Love y'all. I, mean, send a text. I will watch. I will look at this text and then like answer you in an hour and be like, "No, I'm busy." <laughs> <laughs> just, just send a text, Ryan.
0: Just because I'm gonna get back to you when I can, but I can't at this moment. So just send a text.
1: Yeah. Ooh, so it's just like just knowing what your boundaries are for mental and emotional needs and what your social battery is. Know when your social battery is low, just go ahead and leave. Like he said, go ahead and leave, because once you get to that low battery, it's gonna be—it's probably not gonna be pretty for you and your your company. Not. Full on grump,
0: full on grump. You hear me? I go from like <laughs> in terms of Care Bear, I go from the Sunshine Bear to straight on the Grumpy Bear, like
1: i mean it's true it is definitely true so um one way that i like to determine um my boundaries is for activities and other things is determine if the activity adds to your life in a positive way or if it takes away from your life in a positive or negative way. So if it takes away from your time, but it actually adds to um, your emotional well-being or whatever, then do it. But if it takes away and you're just not going to feel good about what you did afterwards, don't. And I think that's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Um,
0: Another way Is, would you feel drained if you said yes?
1: Yeah. That's the easiest way. Like, is (laughs) this going to drain my energy where I'm just going to feel so depleted that I'm going to have to recover for like 50 days afterwards? No, I don't need to be here. I don't need to do this.
0: Like, I had an event for work yesterday and peopling... And all the peopling with strangers drains my battery, right? And then I was supposed to come home yesterday and do something else social. I had to go ahead and cancel on everybody. Because the other thing is, if I'm too drained, what I've noticed is me being drained doesn't affect me just that day. So like if I would have overextended myself yesterday, I would have been drained today and probably tomorrow. But I needed to be refreshed today because I have a busy week or I have a busy beginning of my week. So I knew that I had to set that boundary and say no to going out last night, um, in order to function for the rest of this week. But you get better with this when you, it takes practice, right? You get better saying no, you get better setting boundaries. You get better learning what drains you, what doesn't drain you, what you can handle, what you can't handle. So, you know, don't fret. Don't fret. Um, and then that article that Kiki found gave some examples of if saying no is the part that gets you the most, there are some other things that you can say or some other ways that you can phrase it. So you're not saying no, but it's the same implication. Take, for example, you can say, Hey, that sounds great, but I'm afraid I'm busy.
1: Simple enough. Or you can say, I'm not able to take anything else on right now. And that's exactly what you were saying earlier with like the work schedule.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, also, that sounds like a great opportunity, but I'll have to pass this time.
0: Thank you for thinking of me, but this one just isn't for me, friend. Mm-mm. Nope.
1: That sounds very familiar. <laughs> um, another is, I won't be answering emails outside of working hours. Definitely me. Don't call me. Don't, don't call me. <laughs> also, um, I love to, but I'm afraid I don't have the time.
0: And that's real, like mm-hmm. more people should use that one
1: because mm-hmm.
0: instead of saying <clears throat> yes to all the things, or instead of trying to fit me in or fit something in or work right. around, I just say like, I don't really have the time. Right. Because there's, because there's other consequences to it, right? Like if you're rushing one thing to get to the next, the first thing is neglected or, um, I, I don't know. I just, more people need to use that one. Yeah. Uh, and then the last ones, that doesn't fit into my schedule. Um, And then I won't be able to help at this time.
1: So those are oh. nice. Play- yes, yeah, very nice ways to say no. So, Key, how... <laughs> How have you chosen to say no?
0: I just said no last night. I told you my example about how I was already depleted from my work and then people wanted me to go be social and celebrate birthdays and comedy shows. I just, I wasn't able. So I literally said that. I said to, so we had a comedy show here in town last night and Um, I literally was like listen today drains me I do not have the energy to go tonight and that was nothing but real
1: good for you friend thank you. you
0: what about you key
1: so um and I this is something that I've had to do over the past couple of years especially with like teaching yoga classes um Mm -hmm. huge. yeah so for a while and I always I love teaching restorative and it got to a point when I was teaching at the studio while the studio was open I was just like I want my Sundays back because I mean we already work full-time during the week and Saturday and Sunday is basically the only two days that we have to chill or either get ourselves ready and then Sunday night it's like when I would go out of town I'd have to rush back to be at a physical class and so for a couple years I had to say no like either either I would switch it out with a couple other teachers like we can rotate a schedule but I was like every Sunday I can't do this anymore just for me And also I had another opportunity come up and I was just like, and it was a Sunday class and I was still set in my boundary of no Sunday classes, unless I'm at home. If I can set my own schedule, I'm fine with it. And if I'm doing it in my own space where I don't have to drive anywhere, then I'm fine. So I was like, no, I can't take it on this time. And if I find someone else who has the time or wants to take on the opportunity, I'll pass them along to you. Yeah that's that's
0: major for yoga teachers especially like young and i mean young in the sense let me say new Mm -hmm. new yoga teachers fall into this trap all the time you're so excited about teaching yoga number one or like you know let's let's be completely real these yoga teacher trainings are expensive shit right Mm -hmm. and so you want to recoup that money or you want to start making money and so no one knows who you are so you the one class that you've been assigned or whatnot you're you know nobody's really coming because they don't know who you are so what you begin to do is try to take all the slots and yoga um yoga studios you all wrong for this one y'all are quick to the slot that nobody wants that's the one you're giving to the new teachers you ain't right you ain't right um I get that there's a business reason, but still. Um, So yoga teachers, they take on too many classes or they're Mm -hmm. subbing all the classes and you look up in six months to a year, you are exhausted. Mm -hmm. Exhausted. And trust me, as your students, we notice. We'd be like, okay, these,
1: these secrets. Yeah, I'm the type of teacher where I'll just tell them like, hey, y'all, I am not feeling my best today, but I am here. <laughs> like if I couldn't find a sub, I'm like, look, if I'm not as enthusiastic as I usually am, I'm sorry, but I am here and we're going to do this thing. And most of the time they understand. I mean, we're all people, but I mean, not only for yoga teachers, if you're teaching any kind of fitness class or any kind of class outside yeah. of your regular nine to five or your regular job just know that you don't have to take on every opportunity that comes your way. And every opportunity is not going to fit you, not just your schedule, but it's not going to fit you. So know what your boundaries are and what you want to represent.
0: I would say if I had to go back and do it again, I would have, um, instead of trying to pile all the classes onto my schedule, I would have probably just taken one or two classes. Um, and really worked on marketing or developing my craft so that I could be a much so I could give more to the students that I had in those two classes as opposed to trying to pile on five like that is probably something that I would do over also I would have never teaching kids yoga okay because y'all I don't have very many regrets but kids <laughs> yoga never again
1: all right y'all so now we want to know from y'all how do you say no or how can you say no as an act of self-care for yourselves y'all know y'all can we're going to put this as a question on our spotify also you can always dm us and we can share it on this podcast but also just go ahead and share the podcast share it y'all with your friends, share it on your social media, in your group text, all of that, so we can grow our community, okay? Please.
0: <laughs> five-star ratings, please.
1: Yes, five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. We, we greatly appreciate it. um <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Tell a friend to tell a friend, okay? Yes. Tell a friend. To tell
0: a friend.
1: Yes, friend. So you can always find us at Take Care Sis Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And Key, where can they find you, sis? You can find
0: me on Instagram at yoga underscore with underscore Key. Or you can come schedule a session for yourself for your sports team, for your girls' night, for your bachelorette party. I do all the group things. Um, couples. You can come schedule on my website or just visit my website because I worked hard on it. Um, you can go to Yoga space.
1: Kiki, where can they find you? So you can find me on most social media platforms at this curvy yogi that is curvy with an I, not a Y. And also you can hit me up on my website, thiscurvyyogi.com. That's where you can find my class schedule. And you can also book your one-on-one sessions with me, both virtual, in-person, whatever, just hit me up and we can schedule that. Okay. 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 So, Kiki, yes.
0: what you doing for self care this week, friend? Um, that cough. Mm. I said it. He said, he said what? <laughs> Besides take care of that cough, I said it. Literally,
1: literally what I'm going to do is take care of that cough. Um, you know how and, you take
0: care of the cough. Yeah. Hmm?
1: You know how you can take care of the
0: cough, right? How? Drink more water. Ay, like I have not been ay, drinking water. Ay, ay, ay,
1: huh? Like I haven't been drinking water. Yes.
0: I'm just saying.
1: Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, I'm be taking care of this cough. And that's all I'm really gonna focus on. It's the first of the month at my job, so I'm gonna be kind of busy up there. And I'm just gonna be sleeping at the work. Covisha got me over here tired.
0: Right. I want you to
1: say so. so much more. Than that. <laughs> so I'll be over here tired and I'm just going to be over here resting. That's it. That's my self-care. What you going to do for self-care this week? Hmm? Um, I'm going to have
0: to make a conscious effort to, to like, take a breath, to take a break because i'm moving so i have to pack so that's going to keep me busy for a good 17 weeks um Mm -hmm. and i move way sooner than 17 weeks anyway so i just need to this week and moving forward just be conscious about taking breaks yes and by also by conscious of taking breaks that means i can't get on tiktok um that means i can't in taking a break get lost in social media i gotta be like "Mm, 15 minutes breathe i can't do the unrestricted um breaks because then
1: i'll get lost girl my um my report on screen time is terrible last (laughs) week it was last week was even it was like you were up here 12 hours more than usual I was like well thank you you need to fire that app or whatever that is nobody asked it's just negativity every week we don't none of that because I was like I ain't been doing nothing I'm sorry but I'll just be over here playing games and sleeping right (laughs) don't nobody need to hear that meaning i thought it was i thought it was a good idea to check it and then now i'm second guessing that idea Mm -hmm. mine comes up every sunday um if you're
0: listening apple people no one asked for that no one. (laughs) i can't even turn it off i don't know where you probably can turn it off i just don't know how but no one asked for that no one needs that when i wake up on sunday morning you're a productivity shut
1: up girl i looked at that thing this morning i was like I didn't need to know that today. (laughs) That is information I did not need to know.
0: Just rude.
1: (laughs) But anyway, sis, Hmm? (laughs) I want you to take care of yourself this week.
0: No, I for real want you to take care of yourself. Take care of all of that.
1: Oh, trust me. I'm good right now. The only thing I have left is is this cough. That's it. (laughs) Make sure you get so. some rest, friend, and <coughs> drink water. <coughs> drink water. <laughs> Is you, was that a cough that you were giving me?
0: Yes, that's uh, what it
1: was. Mm-hmm. So we both need to drink water. Yeah. I mean, I'm drinking water too. Ooh. Attitude. All right, y'all. <laughs> Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week.